At 19 minutes now, it is 2, 5 o'clock. It is custom for us on a Friday morning, run about this time, to run through a list of uh, events and uh, fitness-related events, particularly that you can consider uh, in your region. But uh, Liesl van Vestesen has enjoyed the week off. Uh, she'll be back on Monday. And come next week, Friday, we'll go back to the regular conversation around what can you do in the Cape and what can you do in Gauteng that will be fun and um, hopefully improve your fitness as always if you know of upcoming events and you'd like Liesl to highlight those for the Cape Talk and 702 listeners you're most welcome to email her you can email her now already at Liesl V at Cape Talk Liesl V at 702.co.za in the absence of that though we've invited Mark De Jong Mark is a fitness coach and a personal trainer joins me on the line now Mark a very good morning and welcome to the show uh, good morning, Africa. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Now, you are accredited as an advanced personal trainer. What in heaven's name does that mean, Mark? Does that mean you're going to make me work even harder than an ordinary personal <laughs> trainer? <laughs> well, Africa, when it really comes down to one thing, when, you, when you've got your, 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 your medical doctor, but you also have your specialist that, that you are being referred to. Now, similar to the medical field, you do have individuals that has mastered or advanced in the different fields by gaining more knowledge. And gaining more knowledge, they provide a better service, which means they are able to address um, more advanced um, issues such as being in health, wellness, fitness, be it physical, medically. The same applies for when you have your personal trainer and you've got your advanced personal trainer. Now for me, being the personal trainer wasn't enough. I needed to understand more. I needed to provide more because if you consider the field of fitness so vast in its, in its understanding that we've, we've technologically we have advanced in terms of fitness regimens, exercises, even as far as machinery is concerned, which to me, um, I may, if I may use the example, you use body weight as a form of, of uh, or method of exercise. Now you apply the, the tool that actually is the machine that does the bicep, the leco. Now, the disadvantage to that is, if not done under proper guidance and with the knowledge acquired, your chances of injury increases immensely from body weight training where you've got control over your forming technique. You find yourself having to, um, having to somehow negotiate your body into a machine that is designed for a purpose, but you, but you lack the formative technique. And that advancement could inevitably um, not prevent an injury, but actually cause an injury, especially when it comes to the individual or the client that is ignorant to how to use this machine. You know, we often find ourselves in gym thinking, how the hell am I supposed to use this machine? So your personal trainer, going from personal training to fitness trainer is, is basically the same principle as um, you having the wish to advance your knowledge in terms of your competency. And you can only arm yourself by factual knowledge and that would relate to your client in addressing their health and wellness issues. Let me ask this um, 
two-year-old question, right? And I say two-year-old as in the person would ask it is two years old. What would be the difference between your training and that of a biokineticist, right? Because that is a qualification, as you know, that is particular and almost peculiar to South Africa, where people spend uh, however many years at university that offers the course in order to um, be able to be qualified in such. Because biokineticists would argue that they are able to offer many of the elements that you were highlighting a moment ago. Yeah, Africa, I would I would never go as far as to ever undermine the different facets of, you know, qualification in terms of what we can or cannot do, be it the biokineticist or fitness trainer. Well, it does come down to it's one thing. You do have your specialist, but you have your heart surgeon and you have your doctor that's specializing your, with what we call the chiropractor. Both are doctors in their fields, but they, they specialize in different aspects of that field, which means if you look at the human body itself, um, we've got 600 muscles in our body, 600 muscles, and they all have a certain function in the human body itself. So to address those um, human, uh, 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 to, to address those um, human physiology or the human physio- physiology itself in terms of your body composition, you would have these different individuals that has mastered or educated themselves on the various aspects of that body. Like you would have the, the doctor for that deals with um, leg injuries, you know, ankle injuries, the one that works with the brain, the neurologist. All of these aspects is never to be underestimated or undermined, but to respect in terms of the various fields of expertise as far as the knowledge and competency is concerned. Are you going to charge me more than a normal personal trainer? <laughs> that is such a common question. I'm telling you, people tend to think, oh my goodness, what is he going to charge me? It's going to cost me an arm and a leg. Well, just yesterday, I made the example of when I spoke to a client, I, I, or a potential client, I actually mentioned to him where I said, you know what, we think realistically of how much money we spend socially over one weekend just to entertain and sustain that lifestyle over the weekend, be it the festivities or a family gathering or even an intimate family, family reunion. You're still, you're still spending vast um, amounts of money. Where it comes down to is how that kind of exercise is being validated in terms of how does it contribute to my lifestyle productively, you know? especially when it comes to personal training. Your personal trainer is there as a specialist to guide you on your fitness goals that you set yourself. And may I add, the New Year resolutions that came down, I mean, the gyms are full of people with New Year resolutions. Um, And you find yourself, and one problem I've got uh, or or, uh, that I find very irritating as a personal trainer is I would often convey to people to realistic goals realistic goals not unrealistic goals because your unrealistic goal is um, encourages high improbability of an unattainable goal not considering your health your health your health um, condition not considering your fitness level not considering any kind of chronic diseases you may suffer from not considering the kind of chronic medication that you're on is there anything genetically that may affect your growth 
in terms of your health and wellness journey. I, I, I suppose <laughs> maybe I'm just trying to find justifications as to why I'm staying away from the gym right now. Um, I, I tend to give the month of January uh, a break from the gym because that's when the New Year's resolution to people come out in their numbers, right? And I find that by the time I go back in February, those numbers have normalized again because people sadly have fallen out. Yeah. And, and that Africa really realistically again comes down to the unrealistic goals that we set ourselves, you know, and it kind of opens up the door for more disappointments and hurt because these, these factors are not considered. And funny enough, may I add, there's a, there's a condition or there's a social um, condition called, um, that is called um, the herd, the herd effect, or should I say, it's actually called the bandwagon effect. And this is what's happening over the New Year's with the whole new resolution thing. And that is where unrealistic goals come in. Because now you've got people setting unrealistic goals and they suffer from what we call a herd mentality or the bandwagon mentality. And it's actually more a psychological phenomenon that occurs when people primarily do something that everybody does. You know, the friend suggested, the, the, the company suggested, you feel guilty for not having healthy eating habits and you find yourself hopping onto that um, bandwagon or herd mentality only to open up the door to an unrealistic fitness goal. Hence why you find gyms emptying at about Feb, March. You know what I mean? I do, I do. Mark, thank you very much indeed. Uh, Mark De Jong, you can find him on uh, Facebook, De Jong Mark uh, hyphen uh, a. A-U-S-T, Aust, uh, De Jong, Mark, hyphen, Aust. Amanda, you've called in from Kempton Park. Good morning. Uh, good morning. You know, all the listeners listening, are you all? Sorry, buddy. I'm very uh, well. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, one of the, I've been in the industry for 40 years, and over the years I've had at least 100 personal trainers work for me over the years. And I want to tell you that one of the biggest benefits of a personal trainer is the client can use the personal trainer for, say, three months, maybe four months. And they are expensive. They do cost. But after that four months, you as the client will know 95% of what you need to know about training. It simply means that for the two grand a month or two and a half grand a month that you're paying, after four months, you are basically a qualified personal trainer yourself. And therefore, for the rest of your life, you can train trouble-free as long as you're disciplined, unless you're using a personal trainer uh, um, to also discipline you. In other words, making sure you get to the gym, that you actually go and train, because that's that part of it as well. It's, uh, it's, uh, uh, you wake up in the morning and say, oh, my God, Z, I've got to go. And that's how it encourages you to go and train. So apart from that is how to train. If you want to learn how to train, you hire a personal trainer. Four months, maybe six months. And then after that, you are good to go on your own for the next 30 years. And that is one of the biggest benefits that people don't know about personal trainers. And yes, I want to just reiterate what the gentleman said earlier. I've had guys that are personal trainers for me who've got 25 or 30 years experience in the game. And who know a thousand times more than a personal trainer who did a course and finished his course last month with zero experience. So sometimes a personal trainer's got the years behind him without the course is far better than a guy who just finished the course and still has to learn. You know, and so 
There's a, there's a lot to the whole bird. Biokineticists are absolutely amazing. They go to, they study for many years. They understand injuries. Uh, if you go to the person, to that biokineticist and you say, I suffer with diabetes, I've got blood pressure, I broke my back in three places and I'm now needing to get fit and strong. I'm 40 kilograms overweight. I'm going to die. The biokineticist will be able to work around all of those injuries. So one has to be careful also of the personal trainer that you take because Absolutely. some of the guys go, you know, look, listen, I must tell you something, eh? Some of the worst injuries, long-term injuries, we're talking about neck, lower back, knees, um, can be caused by a personal trainer pushing a client too hard. And I must tell you, the other thing about, I hope you've got the time because it's a fascinating subject. The job of a personal trainer is not to get you into the gym and to show you how you can militarize that one hour. That's not the job because any fool can make you do whatever exercise and kill you in 30 minutes, in 10 minutes. Anyone can do that as long as you're obedient and you listen. The job of a personal trainer is to get the client to come in at half past five every morning or night, whatever the time is, and come to the gym for the next 25 years. It simply that means so that true. a personal trainer is to push you. He's got, you know what, he's got to make it enjoyable for you. And... Amanda, I am going to have to leave it there, though. But I mean, those are essential points that you are making. Ultimately, it's not about killing you for that hour, but making sure you come back and lead a lifestyle of fitness. Amanda in Kempton Park uh, owns a gym and has been in the industry for at least uh, 40 years, he says. Thank you, Amanda, for that.